Welcome to the Wellness Blueprint Podcast. Here, we're all about diving into the heart of health and wellness. Join me as I chat with experts in the field, exploring the nitty gritty of educational strategies that make a real difference. Expect to hear practical tips, fresh perspectives, and stories that resonate. Whether you're a fitness trainer, wellness coach, healthcare professional, or simply eager on improving your health, this podcast has something for you. Let's explore the intersection of knowledge and real world application and discover new ways to enhance our health and wellness journey. Welcome back to the Wellness Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Octavia, and today we have Debbie. Um, She's going to share her expertise, and I'm just going to start us right off with our first question. Can you kind of share with us what inspired you to become a life coach, Um, especially within, you know, specializing in helping women navigate midlife and beyond? Yeah, yeah, that's a it's a good question. Uh, And there's a really big reason why I even started even before life coaching, but why I started working with women and now particular women in midlife. And that's because in 2000, I lost my mother, who was in midlife at the time. And I lost her to cancer in just three weeks. So it was very, very fast. She wasn't sick for long. And I at the time I was 27, I had a new baby. And it kind of broke me. So life all of a sudden for me was very different. I was actually working as an engineer in aerospace. And it's when I decided at this point was that I wanted to use my life uh, for something else and to help women stay healthy in particular, because I had seen what my mother had been through. I, you know, she had colon cancer, which I don't think you need to have to die from at 57. I think there are things maybe we could have done preventatively, but it was just too fast uh, to help her at that point. So I decided at that point to certify as a personal trainer and I started working with women in their homes. That's how it started. And then I, I loved it, but I began to notice that the clients I was working with, they needed more than just a trainer, especially my midlife clients. They were exercising uh, to get fitter and a lot of times to lose weight, but they were really struggling, especially with the weight loss I found at that age. So, um, and it's weird because when I hit my mid forties, it began to happen to me too, where I was, I didn't change anything about the way I was exercising or what I was eating, but all of a sudden I was noticing some weight around the middle and it was harder to lose. There were, there were things I needed to change, even though my lifestyle was fairly healthy at the time. So that's when I began to really take like a, a deep dive into learning about perimenopause, which honestly, I didn't really know was what it was, <laughs> perimenopause, and also menopause and also life coaching. And I chose life coaching because it connects all aspects of our lives. It connects the physical, it connects the emotional, the mental, everything's involved as well as look, it looks at, it sees everything is connected, your relationships, your work everything, your body, everything in your life is kind of connected. So that's, I really like this holistic view of it. So five years ago, that's when I started this life coaching journey. And that's basically what I do full time now is is life coaching. And it's in particular for women in midlife who are in this menopause transition, who find themselves struggling with their bodies or struggling to put themselves first on their list. Uh, Those are the women that I work with. 
Thank you for that. And I will be sure to link your website so people can um, check more out um, about what you do. So my next question is, midlife can be a transformative phase. So how do you empower women to embrace those challenges, having experienced them for yourself? And how do you um, empower your clients during this Mm -hmm. period of their lives? Yeah, that's, that's good, too, because it is a transformative time, like it or not, your body is changing, just like it did in puberty, just like it did if you've ever been through pregnancy, you are changing. But not only is your body changing, your your mind is changing, the way you see life is changing. So I believe a lot of us see, though, midlife is something that, you know, we're on the decline, we're going downhill at 50, you know, and I'm 51 now. But I'm just beginning to realize that this is the beginning. It's the beginning of a whole new adventure, a whole new wonderful phase of life. In fact, I think many women, um, they they sense there's this freedom that comes with this time of life because all of a sudden they have more time than they had before. Their kids are maybe grown if they've had kids and they just have time for themselves. They begin to care less about what others think and are more willing to try new things. So it it can just be a tremendous time of creativity and exploration and fun. And I think that just knowing that is, is enough to empower them to move forward because this is your chance. This is the time to do it. Yeah. Embrace the good. It's yeah. There is a lot of good here Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. So your, um, your approach includes personal training, right? Yoga, nutrition, coaching, and much more. Um, How do these elements work together to enhance the wellness of women over 40? Okay, so I use like personal training, I use it as it's my background, but it's not what I do first and foremost, it's really life coaching. But those tools that I have from training, I do bring them in. If my clients do need some exercises, they do need some help on that front, I can help them with that. And same with nutrition. Uh, yoga is something I still do teach and I do offer it to my clients for free because I believe that it really is a way of dealing with stress uh, and we also need to stay mobile. It's not just about being fit. It's also be- about being mobile as we get older as well. So there's a lot of things there. And when I work with my clients, there's there's four areas I tend to focus on. We focus on exercise or movement, just getting more movement in. Uh, eating, eating habits, foods, that kind of thing. Uh, Stress reduction, which I think is one of the biggest elements and sleep. So with my background, I can help them do all of these things. And I just, I think that we don't put a lot of emphasis on the last two. And I, I think in midlife, these two become more important than ever before. And I know we'll probably talk about hormones coming up, but stress and sleep figure so, uh, they're so huge at this time of life and we don't put a lot of emphasis on it. We're still stuck in the mindset of, oh, I just need to exercise more and eat less and that kind of thinking, but that doesn't work so well in midlife anymore. So I really focus a lot on the stress and the sleep elements. I'm glad you said that um, because we're so focused on the outer, you know, we need to work out, we need to exercise and eat well. And I'm going through this myself. It's stress. For me, my weight gain is, is because of my stress. And I, you know, I work out every day, I eat basically plant based, and I still have 
you know, that stuff going on. And on top of that, it's the mindset stuff too. So thank you for that. Could you elaborate more on the role of hormones and menopause in your coaching programs? Yeah. So like I, I just mentioned before too, hormones are a huge part of midlife and obviously the menopause transition. We know it's really all about the hormones and menopause isn't just about you have no more period. So sometimes we think that, but there's actually this whole time before we hit that menopause, before our period stops, that is called perimenopause. And that is a time that can actually start as early as your mid thirties and it can last for up to 15 years. So it's pretty significant. And this is where things happen. So perimenopause is the time where we hot flashes happen, where we might get migraines, where we have like joint pain or body pain, uh, urinary incontinence is a big one. Um, and, and trouble falling asleep and staying asleep become more of a problem. And of course, I mentioned belly fat before too. That's another issue that comes up. This is all to do with that hormone reason. Uh, hormone shift. So what's happened is that as we're going through perimenopause, we're decreasing our production of progesterone and estrogen, what we call the female hormones. They're made in your ovaries mostly. And so that production begins to fluctuate and decline over a period of time until we hit menopause where it's pretty much minimal. So, but those hormones don't just affect our menstrual cycle. In fact, estrogen plays a huge role in how our body functions in so many ways. And we've actually been relying on estrogen most of our lives since we hit puberty to be a big part of how our body functions. And now all of a sudden it's not there. So our body has to adapt to a new way of functioning. And that's why we get all of these symptoms, what we call symptoms of menopause that I already mentioned, is because our body's adapting and it's learning to new to adjust to a new way of living. And the other thing that happens is when we decline our estrogen and progesterone, they're actually really protective against stress. So they protect us against the cortisol, the stress hormone. But when we don't have as much, we feel the stress. Even if stress has not changed in your life, the level has not changed, you feel it more because you're not cushioned by these hormones as much. And also related to that is your insulin. You're also not as protected by as protected insulin-wise, which means your cells can become more insulin resistant. So we have a problem of our cells not getting enough energy, or we're not storing fat like we used to, or storing energy like we used to, and anything that is left over gets stored as fat, particularly around the middle. And that's sort of a dance between cortisol and, 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 and insulin. So these two hormones just become a much bigger factor in perimenopause and menopause. And so I know it doesn't sound great, but um, not all women have issues. Actually, they can go through perimenopause without barely any issues. And some women have all kinds of issues and it can affect their lives on, on a huge level. It can affect their work life. It can affect their bodies. It can affect their relationships. So we have the whole spectrum of responses to this time of life. The good thing is that no matter where you find yourself, there are simple things you can do to get yourself through midlife and beyond. There are simple shifts you can make in your lifestyle that can help you, you know, adjust for these, this hormone shift. And that leads to my next question. And this question is kind of, before I go to that one, your clients have to have some type of awareness, right? That these mm -hmm. things, oh, this stuff is going on. But I'm curious to know, like, 
once they do come to you in your programs, do you help them unravel like and become more self-aware of other things like, oh man, I'm not getting enough sleep or, you know, oh, I'm experiencing this and I never knew that until working with you. Do you kind of go through that mind shift stuff before implementing like the solutions or is it interwoven in your programs? Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, just go to like, oh, let's look at your mindset. It's more of a, it just shows up as we go through it, right? So I've been, I've asked them questions all the time as a coach. That's what I do. I ask them all kinds of questions and it really gets them to think and they start to make the links themselves. I don't have to tell them that. They start to realize things for themselves. You said a good word, awareness. And awareness is really what the whole coaching process is about. It just makes them a lot more aware of how things are connected, that their bodies, it's not just about their bodies. It's everything going on in your life. What's happening in your work? What's happening in your love life? What's happening all around you is affecting you. And it's just raising that awareness for them that makes all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to skip down to this question about self-love. I think this one is important. Mm -hmm. Um, Self-love and self-care, they're central to your coaching philosophy. Can you share some tips for women to prioritize themselves in their busy lives? Yeah, that's a tough one because that is one of the major issues I women have that I meet is prioritizing themselves in their lives. And yet they have to be able to cultivate some self-love so that they can care for themselves. And a lot of women have a hard time with that. But the hard truth is, and this is what I, I say to them, is nobody is coming to your rescue. Nobody's going to do this but you. You have to love yourself. Nobody can do that. You have to be 100% responsible for getting what you want and need in this life. It doesn't mean you're not asking for it, but you're responsible for asking for it, right? No one else can take that on. So I think you just have to accept this thought that you're responsible for your health and well-being. And that just helps to say, okay, I am responsible. Therefore, I've got to start taking care of myself. Nobody's going to tell me to do this. I have to do it. And knowing also that self-care in your life, it's not just about the massages and the manicures, which are important too. That's fine. Those are great things. But it's also about making the doctor's appointment when you need to. It's about taking a nap if you're tired. It's about uh, commit, committing to yourself, working out. If you've committed to yourself, keeping that commitment to yourself. That's a huge part of it. And it can mean, you know, meeting your needs uh, overall. So it's just looking at yourself and saying, what do I need to do for myself to feel my best? But not only feel my best, but for others to see me um, to experience me at my best. So self-care doesn't just affect you. It affects everybody around you. And it needs to start with a feeling of love, a feeling of um, at least care towards yourself. Like I care about my body. My body takes me from A to B every day. It's just learning to see your body in a different way because a lot of women have a lot of negative thoughts about their bodies. And it's trying to turn that even just to get neutral on it. Just say, I have a body. Is better than I hate my body. So getting them over to, you know, out of the hatred for it, because there's so many amazing things your body does for you every day. And we just have to, that word again, that we have to become aware of what our body is doing for us every day and not just looking at all the stuff we hate about it. Yeah. And focus yeah. on the good. Yeah. So 
what are some challenges women face in your programs? And I know, you know, we talked about the physical symptoms, but what are the, what are some things women have to overcome as far as their mindset when they work with you? Yeah. Well, I think in, in what I was talking about before it was there, it's, it's that self it's prioritizing yourself. So many women struggle with that. And so when they don't prioritize themselves, they're not honoring commitments to themselves. And until we can learn to honor those commitments, like we honor a doctor's appointment or we honor the time we have to get to the office, um, things aren't going to happen. So prioritizing yourself like it's any other commitment to somebody else is so important. And we just have to practice that. Make this time for yourself non-negotiable. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to move it just because somebody said they can't meet me at a certain time, but I'd already planned to go to the gym or I'd already planned to be cooking dinner. No, those are like things that are super important. It doesn't mean you're going to do it 100% of the time, but don't make moving it the first thing you think of. I think that's really key. And another common issue that we have to face is perfectionism. Almost every woman I work with is a bit of a perfectionist. It's an issue because whenever they fail, they struggle to get back up. And it can be years until they get back up. So part of the process when I work with them is I'm with them for six months. In that time, you are going to fail. You are going to fall down. And I want you to fall down. I want you to fail at stuff because I want you to get back up and learn this. It's okay. It's just part of the process. Failing is part of the process. So it's not about being perfect. It's about showing up for yourself every time. And sometimes that's going to look like I got to pick myself up today because I I didn't do what I wanted to do yesterday. That's okay. We move on. So that tendency is is another huge thing that we we do go, we do work on together. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for that. And as far as like the six months, um, your clients, they're taking action for my listeners after, you know, it's just that one time with you, but a lot of the work is done when they're not with you. Right. And it's like you said, making that, making that sacred appointment with yourself, like, okay, I said I was going to, you know, go to sleep early. I'm going to do this. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious to know how you hold your clients accountable. Is it you or do you delegate other people in their lives to hold them accountable? Mm, that's a good question. It's off the, and this is not a question. <laughs> no, but it is. It's Sorry. a great question because a lot of people come to a coach for accountability, right? You, a lot of people come to me and say, I need to be accountable. I need some, I need to be able to tell somebody and have somebody track me. And that is a big reason people come to me, but I also want them to find other ways, not just me to stay accountable. I do discuss with them in the very first time we meet is how do you want to be accountable? Yes, you can be accountable to me. You can, so I have some clients who text me every single day because that helps them and they want to text me every time they do something that, that we had talked about. Great. Some clients are like, no, I don't want to connect with you until we meet next week. I'm like, that's fine too. So it really depends on the person. But I'm like, is there anybody else in your life you'd like to be accountable to? Or how can you be accountable to yourself? Do you like giving yourself stickers every day when you do something, you know? It's there's there's powerful methods where we can be accountable to ourselves. And ultimately, that's where I want them to get to because they don't need to have me around for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. After six months, I want them to be able to do it on their own. So yeah, being accountable is a big piece. 
Yeah, I know for myself as well. So I'm going to skip down to um, number 10. Can you share a success story or mm -hmm. a transformational journey of one of your clients that highlights your impact as a coach? Yeah, yeah, there's one client I'm thinking of, and she's been with me for quite a while. And that's, that's not because that she hasn't reached her original goal yet. In fact, she actually reached her original goal the six months that we first spent together, which was to lose 40 pounds. So she lost 40 pounds in the six months, which was great. We did it through more movement in her case, because that is the area where she was really lacking. She was sitting down all day long and movement was a big issue for her. So we got her down from 200 pounds and she, she dropped the 40 pounds. So she was really pleased with that. But then once she got there, she realized, oh, there's all these other things I want to do. There's all these other things I need to work on. And so it's fascinating because over, I've worked with her for a few years now. And over these years, she's actually been able to leave a marriage that wasn't working for her. It was a, a tough decision, um, but she got the strength and the confidence to do that. She, uh, she took charge of her finances because obviously now she was going to be on her own and she had two kids. So this was something that was really important to her. She didn't want to just have lost the weight. She wanted to be strong. So she entered a Spartan race and she completed a Spartan race, which is amazing. She got her driver's license at 45, which was incredible because that took a lot of courage to do that at that age. And she also started earning six figures. So she just like completely turned her life around in so many ways. And I'm so proud of her. I'm so thrilled that she's been able to do these things. And we still continue to work together. And it's it's great for me. I can still get to see her every week. <laughs> yeah. And it goes back to what you said in the beginning, that holistic approach to it. She lost the weight, but then all these other things kind of domino effect affected mm -hmm. in her life. So that's amazing. We're about yeah. out of time. So Debbie, mm -hmm. for our listeners who may be interested in your coaching services, how can they get in touch with you or learn more about what you offer? Yeah. Well, most things are on my website. So that's debbieharbeckcoaching.com. And they can also tune into, I have a weekly podcast as well that I started uh, six months ago. It's called the Midlife Momentum Podcast. So there's a lot of great tips and ideas and interviews on there as well with women who are doing great things in midlife. And I, that's on all the major podcast platforms as well. And I'm also on Instagram at Debbie Harbeck and on Facebook at Debbie Harbeck Coach. Perfect. And I will link all that stuff in the show notes. Debbie, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have anything you want to share with the listeners before we go? No, I think I said pretty much everything, but I just, you know, I just invite anybody who does, who is curious about getting a coach. Um, I do offer a free consult. So if you're ever like, oh, I wonder if that's for me, or I wonder if Debbie is for me, <laughs> you can book a free call with me. You'll see it on my website. And we can chat about what you'd like to do. Perfect. All righty. We are going to head out of here. Debbie, thank you so much. And to my listeners, we will be back next week with a new guest. Bye. Thanks, Octavia.